on this episode of the Parents' Cocktail Hour. No, I do not. So it's very easy to be like, I've got all these bills, yeah, but I'm not going to make my life all about these bills. Yes, I'm going to pay these bills. I'm going to make sure I pay these bills. Mm. But I'm also going to make sure that I work really, really hard. I'm going to work really, really hard and put my money paying off these bills, find a way a legitimate way to pay all these bills and then also put money into my future, invest money into myself so that I can then become somebody better than I am today. Yes. I'm Michael and this is my life blessing. (laughs) Okay. I thought, well, why you... I just want to introduce you. Okay. I'm blessing, guys. Hi. (laughs) And my wife and I... I'm the star of the show. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> My wife and I have decided to create this podcast that we record once every week. Yes. After our son has gone to sleep. Basically, we like to have a good chin wag, waffle, you know. So we crack open a bottle of something strong. You know, a cocktail, seeing as it's in our name and that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, please just enjoy, subscribe yep. and listen. Okay. Mm. I think that's it. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. Hour. That was so cheesy. <laughs> that was so cheesy. I love that it. That was so cheesy. I love oh, it. <laughs> hey. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening to wherever you guys all at. Wherever you guys all at. That doesn't make no sense at all. <laughs> well, grand fans, whilst my husband gets himself together. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, no. Hope um, all is well. Yeah, hope all is well. Um, yeah. So. 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 What do you okay. have? You have that look on your face again. No. Um, basically. Okay, do you have the word thing, thing major? No, this time you're, I did. Don't try it, man. I did it two weeks in a row. I thought you two said episodes that, in a row. I thought you said that is now going to be your thing. When did I ever claim it was my thing? I made it my own. You should make yours, your thing, your own. No, but I've come up with the topic for today. You just want to jump straight into the topic? You know, honestly. No, you need, you need, you, you need, you I need guess, a moment of, of, Okay, of, okay, okay, okay. Let's, let me just Google something. <laughs> exactly. You need a moment of like, you know, me too, I want to be challenged, you know? Okay. Um, drink, 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 drink. What do we drink today? Um, okay, so, dilemma, babes. Yeah. Um, we have one bottle, and it's a very tiny bottle. It was a 200ml bottle of uh, gin, of gin, of tonic. Yeah. And I really want a gin and tonic, so I think... We've got no spare. I think... We might have to um, share this, you know. What do you mean? Because I just want a little bit of tonic. I don't want any gin in my tonic. Yeah, but I'm saying like... Excuse me. Okay, fair enough. Okay, cool. So we're going to share. So we're going to drink from the same bottle. Yeah, but then um, at the... um, Uh, This is the problem. Sharing with Blessing is like, it's... It's not. It's not the best experience because her idea of a, a sip is a zip. Is a zip. zip Whereas, zip. like, she'll literally inhale the whole freaking bottle, and I'll be left with nothing. I'll just level, be left with droplets. And then the audacity of it is, after I'm like, um, babe, um, like, what, what happened to the? Uh, where, where's all the drink? She'd be like, 
you should be grateful. Y'all could have finished it. And I'm just here, like, you know, being all humble, sipping my little bit of a drink. You're like the worst sibling to... If we're siblings, you're like the, you'd be the worst sibling to share with. I'd hate sharing with you. She, you're my you, wife and I hate sharing with you. I've, I've already told you that um, I'm not one of the best um, at sharing. It's, just, it's not one of my callings. Hopefully I can teach my son to be better than I am. Well, I will, um, I will share. Um, 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 but you know what? Our Tesco shop's coming at, um, soon, so... Oh gosh, I hope. <laughs> they come right in the middle of the podcast and knock, knock on the door. I guess we'll just pause it. Yeah, we'll pause it, we'll pause it. Okay. So, okay, as you guys um, know... Just so we can level up the playing field, I'm going to sip first. Okay. And then I'm going to zip later. No, no. In fact, let, 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 me, let me drink as much as I can first. <laughs> so that I can be, I can be prepared to uh, potentially not be left with anything. Anything. Okay, so guys, as you know, I'm, I'm literally just Googling something and I'm just going to pick from a list of oh, yeah. words. So, what comes to mind when you think of snooty? Snooty? What yeah. does snooty mean? It's, like, it's, it's basically like, like bougie, like... <sighs> like uh, stuck-up pretentious. You see, I, I don't have... I don't have a problem with... Okay, this might come across a bit... As, as a bit... Um, <laughs> a bit pretentious, which is ironic. No, no, I don't have a problem with pretentiousness. Mm. I have a problem where people... Okay, I don't have a problem with people who grew up in pretentious settings just being themselves, which happens just to be pretentious. Mm. I have a problem with non-pretentious people doing the most to be pretentious. Right. Does that make sense? Example? So, okay, so for example, like, um, the... Okay, let's just take the Royals, for example. You don't like the tonic, do you? No. Yes, more for me. It tastes like medicine. <laughs> yes, it's London Essence, baby. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit. Well, it's for growing sexy people. So, for example, I go back to my example. You have the Royals, so let's just say... Prince, uh, William and Harry. Or anybody who attended Eton. Or anybody, I mean... Like a really, really... Unless, un, un, anybody who, is, who attended Eton without a scholarship. No yeah. offence to people with scholarships, right? But, like, they would have grown up in settings where... They're maids, yes. They, they would have grown up certain... Uh, they would have grown up around a certain lifestyle that would essentially... Um, mean that they are a particular way so you know they talk like this and their hair is like this and all this and all that right that's cool so but that but that's them you understand that that's them isn't it like mm. you know that's them but then you'd have for example like i don't know you have like gerano who lives in gerano what a name <laughs> I don't wow. know. <laughs> Gerano, who lives in, um, I don't know, who lives in Peckham. And, yeah, I said Peckham. Who lives in Peckham, which is like really, really, really South London, South East London, and it's, you know, hasn't got the best reputation. However, it is considered to be on the up. <laughs> Subjective. Um, They're trying to regenerate. Um, is it, re- is it, is yeah, it we're regen- trying to regenerate it and, yeah, regenerate you know, make it. it all. It's basically going to be a big hipster. Basically, another Shoreditch, but I, I, it'll still be Peckham, really. Peckham is always going to be Peckham. Yeah. Um, 
So, so Gerardo from Peckham, who, you know, who watched, I don't know, who watched The Crown and thought, oh, snap, I'm going to start talking like this. And then, you know, he's walking around like, like he owns the gaff, but he lives in Peckham. He only knows Peckham. What? I've got a confession to make. So, we moved from Whitechapel, East London, Mm to Peterborough, which is just horrible to Ch- Chav Central. And then we moved to, like, a small little village um, in Wisby, um, called Wisbeach, which is, like, this, you know, blah village in Cambridgeshire. Mm. Um, but because I wanted to be around a certain calibre of people, I decided that I was going to go to college in Cambridge, which was very far, even though I was in Cambridgeshire, it was still very far from where we lived. So I used to do this three-hour commute every day, each way, um, just so that I can school in Cambridge. And I'd see all these people around me, and I deliberately regard... Because keep in mind, that I, I was technically Gerardo. Was it Gerardo? Gerardo. Gerardo. I was technically Gerardo, because I remember one day... Um, I had to do like a sales presentation and um, I was supposed to be the, I was the sales director for this group that we, we were creating like a um, college business. Yeah. And I was the sales director of the company and I'd give a presentation on how to do sales. Nobody understood me because I had this kind of like colloquial type of way of speaking. It was very, you know, very, very East, East London, London, very East yeah. London. And I and the thing is, although I lived in Peterborough, pre, um, you know, previously for a year mm. before going to col- um, college, I really tried to hold on to my East London roots at that point, because being from East London when I lived in Peterborough was so much of an identity that I felt was very important to me. As soon as I went to Cambridge and I was around all these people that they were more more or less um, upper class instead of you know like the lower class people that I was around. Mm. And none of these people understood me when I was doing like the presentation. They're like, "What are you saying? What are you saying? Blessing, blessing. What? Um, can you please reiterate? Can you please um, can you elaborate? Mm. Can you um, oh, bless, enunciate, enunciate? Oh my gosh, enunciate!" And then, I uh, like after that presentation, I literally went home and I was like, "I'm going to change the way I speak," and that's literally what I did. I was. Watching loads of videos of people like, um, you know, like, for example, like Bridget Jones and what's his name? Um, Not Richard E. Grant. Yeah, like mm. I'd watch she people like Hood Grant and I'd really watch how he enunciates and I'd really watch how he pronounces his words mm. and I'd try my best to sound like him. And then what ended up happening is I started, I did, ex- um, at that point, I did sound extremely snooty. Like those people that knew me from the ends, as in from East London, yeah. and they were like, what the hell's going on, Blessing? What's going on? Hold on a second, I'm not finished. Okay. They're like, what's going on? You, what are you doing? And my brother was just like, you sound so weird. And then what happened is I went to university and everyone was like, you're so posh, you're so posh, all that stuff. And But I was now, because I went to university that wasn't necessarily full of upper-class people. Initially, I went to Hertfordshire University. Hertfordshire University was full of a lot of people that were from South London, from, 
people that were pretty much brought up in like council flats and things like that. So I'm now meeting these people and I'm kind of, um, again, socialising with the same people that I kind of was in a way um, and technically am, if you know what I mean. Um, And then um, I realised that, okay, well, I can always be well-spoken and I can always still be, um, like, I can still sound articulate. Mm. I just don't need to sound snitty. Do you know what I mean? So I can still sound like I'm from East London. And the thing is, you know, that's still part of who I am. It's still part of my story. So when I'm talking, you know, I, 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 I love the fact that people can tell that you're from London, mm. but at the same time, I love the fact that I can switch up a bit and I can be as articulate as I want to be. Yeah, but I think, I think, I understand what you're saying, but I think yours is different because you, your your desire was to speak better, obviously, because growing up in East London, let's be honest, growing up in London period, there's it's a melting pot of different cultures, different accents. Mm. So, you know, and different different styles of, I don't know if it's called a style, but different ways of talking. So when we grew up, for example, when we grew up in our school, there was obviously obviously slang. And I can imagine when you're making that presentation, you're using a lot of slang. Yeah. And obviously in those parts of, of England, mm. where slang is not as strong as it would be in London, of course they will understand you. And but the thing is, somebody needs to learn how to, like, you need to know when... Um, you know, you need to know when to switch it up. You, you've got these people. But that I don't are... think I don't think it's about switching it up, though. I think it's about yes, sound like enunciating your words, sounding articulate. Articulate is not snooty, which yeah. you taught me this actually. Yeah. Articulate is not is not necessarily being snooty. Snooty is, I think snooty, like I like I mentioned in the beginning, the people who try to do the most. So. Mm. Gerardo lives in Peckham, but Gerardo likes to go on like he lives in Mayfair and go on like he's <laughs> from Mayfair, but he's from Peckham. Yeah. And it's like it's like it's like you're trying to be trying to take on an, another identity that's not true to you. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with being from London and yeah. you know learning to talk properly. Yeah, mm. your you your actually might not sound like someone who went to Eton mm. or you know someone who's raised in in Bath or whatnot, mm. but like people can still understand you because you're a well-spoken individual. Mm. You can be from anywhere in the world. Yeah. I mean, like, when, we, when we're watching, for example, um, Nigerian films and you've got those really well-spoken Nigerian people, mm. they have... Their accents, I love those accents. They have, but they have an accent, however, yeah. but they're well-spoken. You can understand everything you're saying. So yeah. someone like them can liaise with someone who went to a posh school yeah. or whatnot. But they're not snooty. I think snooty people are people who try to do the most. Yeah. And obviously, you can't discount the fact that there are people in, in those... But then again, you've got social climbers, and I really do not have an issue with anybody who's a social climber. No, because, because you know social climbers, you want to do better yeah, in life. Yeah, everybody wants to do better in life. And the thing is, a lot of the time, people have an issue um, being around a certain person <clears throat> if they don't think that you're, you're like them. If you mm. don't understand, because for example, Gerardo from Beckham, yeah, can can decide that he's going to join loads of private members clubs. Yeah, and can Gerardo decide, can still be Gerardo from Beckham. Peckham, yeah, hold on a second. Gerardo can decide that he's going to start joining a whole lot of private members clubs. He can decide to jo- maybe take on golf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can decide um, maybe he take some horse riding lessons and start doing polo, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he's he meets all these people um, in all those social circles, and they're like to him, oh. Um, Is that Tesco? That's probably Tesco. Okay. 
sorry about that. Had a random person who tried to deliver pizza that we didn't order. Because <laughs> that, that happens. Yeah. And in the meantime, whilst I was answering this person, trying to redirect him to where he should deliver his freaking pizza, a vegetarian pizza, mind you. Um, <laughs> How do you know it was vegetarian pizza? It's not like vegetarian. It's <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. It's more like vegetarian. And... Um, Blessing is uh drank three quarters of the freaking gin, the the gin, the uh, freaking tonic water that you said you didn't want a minute ago. Blessing, explain yourself. It, it I, I, I wanted it. <laughs> so, Changed my mind. So annoying. You tasted like medicine and actually finished it. I've got now. I've got to manage this. I'm gonna have a whiskey after this. I don't care. Um. Okay. So what were we talking about? We were talking about Gerardo from Peckham. Yeah. Who who's decided to now join a private member club, learn p- how to p- ride a horse, and he's now a freaking amazing horse rider. But that's great. And plays polo, and he's now decided to. He's now got all these friends, and then let's say um, Maximilian says to him, "Oh, Gerardo." Maximilian. Because it's such a lovely pretentious <laughs> name. Such a pretentious name. Yeah. So he's like, Maximilian's like, "Oh, Gerardo, um, where do you live?" And then mm. and then Gerardo starts to start like. Eh. Uh, uh, because he's now decided to talk like this as well and he's now said oh when I used to go to private school and he instead he decides that he so let's assume that Gerardo is black yeah mm. so we'll say that maybe he's his new identity is like some ambassador's son mm-hmm. who who maybe went to private school abroad or something mm-hmm. and he so he's just like oh yes so um, I've frequented um, but, quite a few... But Maximilian is brought up... He's he's being himself. Yeah, Max, no, Maximilian is himself. It's himself. Yeah, because he knows what stuff, yeah. yeah. And Gerardo is using all the money that he's wor- that he's that he's earning in Tesco's mm-hmm. to to spend in all of these social clubs. But you, you see, the thing about that is... That's so not, that he can actually... Make, that. No, there's nothing... No, no, because no, but, because but, what I think what... what you, I, feel, I think I'm about to complete what you're about to say. Mm-hmm. What... In, in Gerardo's circumstance, him joining these private members club is just to broaden his, his, there's his circle. There's absolutely nothing wrong in my... Per- we... We were, we're we, members of private members yeah, clubs. Yeah. But I'm going to say, like, it's not like Gerardo is trying... The problem is, there, there will be a problem, and I think you need to silence that phone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a problem if... Um, if if Gerardo is trying to be something that he's not, so if he's trying to be like Maximilian, yeah, and so Maximilian if, can easily see see through the fact that yeah, oh, what's Gerardo? What, who, who does he like think you, he's, they, he's they trying to do? They can just be like, I'm pretty sure that Ger- that Gerardo hasn't been to private school before because certain things that he does that's yeah. a bit questionable. But nothing wrong with being Gerardo from Peckham no. and being a cool guy. Yeah, and you know what the who thing has is, has friends like and, Maximilian. And by the way, if you decided that if Gerardo decided that he was going to join a private members club and learn how to be an amazing horse rider and polo. By the way, FYI guys, I'm going to do that as well. I need to learn how to ride a horse. Mm. But first I need to pass my driving um, test. Don't judge me. 29 Mm. without a license. Don't judge me. I don't care. I can hear your judgment. Keep it to your freaking self. Mm. But yeah, so that's good. That's definitely on my bucket list to learn how to ride a horse. Um, I don't know about polo. One step at a time. One step at a yeah, time. But, I mean, but, but the thing is, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Simply because, um, one, you can make so many connections, and the end, at the end of the day, the way that the world is, no matter how much you want to 
think that you can actually get into get through doors through just your um just through just because of your um credentials mm. yeah um it's who you know exactly who you know it's who you know that's exactly. why networking is so important so a lot of the time you know people call us because they want us to do certain things for them branding and stuff like that and it's because they know us yeah um, and usually it doesn't involve us pitching or doing anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just they know us and that's it. Yeah. But um, that's what networking does. And if Gerardo um, does it right, then Maximilian can be like, oh, my father's got an opening at his bank, actually. Um, he's got an opening. Are you interested? Because obviously Maximilian's father owns a bank, a bank, right? Yeah. <laughs> a private bank. Yeah, so he's like, oh, my father has an opening in his bank. Are you interested in doing something like that? And now, Gerardo now has an, an opportunity to take this job yeah. that would absolutely change his life. And Gerardo can go and buy a house outside of Peckham. <laughs> exactly. And but then he can actually now be Gerardo that... Yes, he used to be from Peckham. Gerardo from Peckham. Gerardo Gerardo from Peckham who's successful in his own right. Yeah, exactly. But I would have a problem with Gerardo from Peckham who has Peckham mentality but trying to go on like he's not from Peckham, if that makes sense. I'm confused now. Okay, like, so... Is is that door? Is the the light went on? Yeah, the light went on. Is that Tesco this time? I think it's that. Yeah. Freaking hell. (laughs) Okay. All right, we'll be back. All right, this time it was actually our weekly grocery shop. <laughs> this is annoying. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get any more, no more surprises. Yeah. Okay, um, so we were saying... Um, okay, I was explaining. Okay, so, for example, do you know, like, growing up, you had, like, those Nigerians, right? Mm. Who blatantly lived in, like, in squalor council flats. Yeah. But when you see them at parties, they're all like flossing and they're wearing all this designer typical, gear. T- typical Nigerian. And they, you know, but you, but that's 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 that is for me that is snooty because you're trying to go on like you know and they'll bite all the dollars and start spraying dollars like yeah. and they're driving like a you know a 2018 S class Mercedes all specked out and they just go park it in front of their block of flats. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. To me, that is new. To me, that's not being true to who you are, isn't it? It's like, mm. you're trying to be something or someone that you're not. And it's not, and I don't have, you. it's not like you can't become a, that person you want to be. It's like a fake it till you make it kind of thing. Mm. But I feel there's the fake it till you make it type of people who, will do what they need to do to better themselves. Like Gerardo. Like Gerardo. Yeah. Or you got the fake to make people who they don't mind being two people. Yeah. Like different identities. Like Yeah, because Gerardo would end up eventually getting himself a nice big job as mm. in the investment bank, um, you know, and end up probably working his way up and nobody will even know. And then the thing is, he can end up just being Gerardo from Peckham. Mm. And he does and he can probably even lose the ooh accent yeah mm. if he wants because I said and to be honest the, you know the funny thing mm. if he decided to join all the private members clubs and he decided to you know um join a polo club or whatever and did mm. all of that and he actually still had a london accent he'd be he the cool guy he'd be the cool guy he'd be like oh gerardo you're so cool. cool and they'd be like oh have you met my friend gerardo he's actually a blast yeah, it's like it's like for example when we were coming up and yeah. we'd, we'd go to these places and we you know we'll mingle the with the these cool, aristocrats yeah. and we'd be like the cool black guys yeah we'll be the cool the, we'll the cool black kids the, the like, cool oh. token black people yeah. but they they're just like oh have you met michael and blessing 
Oh yes, they're and such a wonderful they're people. So wonderful. They're such a wonderful. Oh, they're talk. such fun. I mean, the downside is they'll probably think you're some entertainer or some sports yeah. person. Like one person thought I was a footballer. Like, oh, show, tell me what team do you play for? <laughs> Luckily, my friend at the time was like, God no, Michael's an international <laughs> businessman. How dare you? She drive. was. She was so offended <laughs> on Michael's behalf. It was so funny. But yeah, like just um, a part parcel the- being black, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't like. I, I, I see what you mean. Like, mm. I don't have a problem with Gerardo because I guess Gerardo is kind of like us. Yeah, of course. Um, you want, you want better. You want to not live in shitty yeah. Peckham. You want to yeah. live. You want to do better. You want a you nicer want to, life. You, you want to, you know, work your way up, kind of. You want to work your way up, earn better money. Yeah, have and, better and you want to be better than everybody. I'm sorry. Be you be- be- if you're good at what you do, you're good at what you, you do, and you can still yeah. have a. You can still have. Okay, the, the accent thing is. You just need to sound like a freaking grown up. Yeah, say. exactly. Don't, don't you need be using, not be a thirty year old, thirty year old person, um, sounding like you're sixteen and using slang like, ah, oh, yeah, that's pucker or that's wicked or yeah. that's that's ping. I don't know what the kids yeah. say nowadays, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. no one talks like that anymore, man. Yeah. Well, not at your age, anyway. Well, you'll be, surpri- be surprised. Right, I'll be damned if our kids be talking like that. I'll God forbid. The shit out God you, forbid that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, yeah, I, I I agree. I think Gerardo, um, now I, I really feel like I really want to meet this Gerardo guy. I know he's fake. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he's probably... Think bubbles uh, against your head, bro. Yeah, but, but I think Gerardo sounds like an amazing person. That mm. just sounds like it'd be fun to hang out with. But yeah, but um, I think so, Gerardo sounds like he's like similar to us. But then like um, the people that we kind of grew up around, to be honest, mm. were the, sno- the fake snooties in the yeah, sense of, of like... Um, like Snooty's Snooty's negative, right? Yeah, uh, you know. I don't imagine yeah. someone who grew up in like you know in the West Country and went to a really expensive school. I don't consider they call them to call them you, call I themselves don't, I Snooty. Don't I don't know. I would. I don't think they would really call themselves Snooty because that's derogatory, isn't it? Mm. You're not going to insult yourself. But yeah, like I think. Um, I think. Um, the people that we grew up around, like for example, you'd um, you'd see these people that they live in, that they um, you know they're driving like these really nice cars, and you know that they ain't got no money, mm-hmm. that they're basically on um, like loads of like state benefits and stuff, mm-hmm. and they they like you go to their house and like there's literally like no food in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, They've got free school meals and everything like that. Again, so nothing you, wrong with free school no, meals. No, no, there's not, benefits no, if you need no, it. no, no, if you need it. But the thing mm. is, there's nothing wrong with that. But then why, so where did you get the money to buy the expensive car? Exactly. And why didn't you use that money that's wisely? What, that's what bothers me. Do you know what I mean? So why, because like, you, you, you could have used that money to do something else. You could have used that money to invest in something. You're driving an 80 grand car you're eight, living in the council that's flat. That's a lot of money. Like, you know, where did you get 8 grand from, where bro? Where did you get that money? And you could have used that money um, in a better way and the thing is the difference between that person and Gerardo if Gerardo managed to get hold of that type of money Gerardo will use it to invest in himself mm. so he'll pay for some courses he'll you know maybe he'll get some vocal class and vocal um, you know whatever um, you know what I mean like he'll learn the, all the horse riding lessons he'll join mm. some private members clubs because those Is that are vocals? cheap vocals <laughs> you know, he'll learn you, to sing no <laughs> Basically, I was like, you know, you know, like you get those um, elocution, like elocution, yeah, elocution. I don't know, but you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, like, um, the difference between that person who has no food in the fridge and 
um, is on state benefits and then ha- and happens to get hold of that type of money mm. and decides to spend it on a flashy car and park it in front of the house that has no food in the fridge. And Gerardo, who also has no food in the fridge, mm. but ha- happens to get hold of that type of money, he's the type of person who will be like, okay, I've managed to get hold of this money. What am I going to do with it to better my my um, future and to make you know make some changes in my life? Okay, so I'm going to do some network and I'm going to meet some people and then next minute, within a year, he's now met some really pe- um, um, interesting people, and these people have helped him get himself into like a really good job or something, mm. you know, or maybe starts a business. Or, you never know. And then he, you know, he's he's now definitely changed his life for the better. Mm. So, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a nice car in, a, in front of a nice house. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? you like, you want to have a nice car. Of course. In front of a nice house. Of course. With a, with a fridge full of food. Fresh food. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think there's a lot of people that they've got th- their mindsets are completely different. And I think that we're definitely going way off um, what, um, what we were supposed to be talking about. But, um, but yeah, I think it, I guess it's something that we're, yeah. I guess it's something that we're quite, quite passionate, passionate about. Passionate yeah. about, evidently. That's a good word, snooty. Snooty. So are people. Lesson of life. Don't be snooty. Don't be snooty, man. Be genuine. Be, be genuine and, and, be, and be smart with your money. If you do end up getting um, um, into a bit of money, invest it accordingly. Yeah. Start, you know, think, how, how am I, what am I going to do? Instead of being like, oh, my gosh. So, for example, yeah, like, you, there's a lot of people that I meet. Okay, no, this is different. The people that I, I was brought up with, yeah, um, there was one time, there was one person that I, that I was, um, that was in the block of flats that I was actually in. And that particular person, um, she managed to actually get an inheritance. Mm. She's one of my neighbours. And, but it wasn't like a lot of money, but it was a lot of money for her. So keep in mind that we're living in block of flats, yeah? So she, um, in, she um, inherited £10,000, yeah? So that for somebody... What, in the 90s? Yeah, it wasn't. It was. Um, I was still in primary school, so probably like nineteen ninety nine kind of yeah. thing. Late nineties. Yeah. So. Which I'm, I'm sure that will go a long way. Yeah. So I do remember her saying something because we. I used to spend a lot of time in her house, and she was just like, "Oh my gosh, you got to have Oh my gosh. Um, well, she wasn't like, "Oh my gosh." I always say, "Oh my gosh, guys." That's just a, a disclaimer. That's a. That's a Oh my gosh, is a blessing's way of uh, exaggerating. Or yeah, that's the same. Fictionalizing the uh, situation. Yeah, but basically, um, she decided that she was going to go on a shopping spree. Mm. And I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but I remember her house being very cluttered. She didn't need any more stuff. Mm. So um, I say house, but her her her, her flat. So um, her flat and her because she it was her her husband and her and their daughter and was a, they were quite like an older couple so I remember her being she she would have been at that time around forty something mm. for maybe fifty because she had grey hair and both of them had grey hair that's what I remember and their daughter um, was um, my my age um, and. I remember her just being like, I'm going to go on a shopping spree, um, let's let's go shopping. And 
I remember them coming, um, I remember visiting, visiting them the next day and they had a lot of Selfridges bags, mm. a lot of Selfridges bags and they had some Harrod ba- Harrods bags. Mm. So I am only assuming that the majority of that money went on shopping. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because I then recall like a few months later, they were talking about money issues again. Because they just put all they just went all baller baller shot caller in. I'm assuming so. In West London. I'm assuming so. Mm. But the thing is, you know, when you're living in a council flat, that's quite common. You mm. you watch a lot of people squander their money like that because as soon as they get money, they're used to poverty. Yeah. So you get hold of money and you're like, I don't know what to do with this money. Mm. Oh my gosh, I've got all this money, and there's so. And the thing is, is like, when when you're used to poverty you have a lot of wants, you have a lot of, you, you want so much material things mm. and you forget that you can eventually get these things. Yeah. You know, they're not going anywhere. Things always change. Things always come back. Things will always be there. Really. Things will always be there. You don't need them at that present time. You could have, £10,000 in the, in the 90s, she could have put a deposit in a, um, on that house probably in the mm. 90s with £10,000. So that's basically where I'm at in the sense of like poverty or the the mindset of poverty allows you to make really silly financial decisions because you're at that stage of I just want I just want to spend I just want to spend kind of thing yeah mm. and somebody like Gerardo has probably been around the right type of people yeah mm. so even though he's lived in a council flat maybe he's been a maybe his clo- he's got like a role model in his life that was also brought up in a council flat mm. and he saw that well this particular uncle or auntie of mine was in the same predicament that I'm in right now but they managed to get themselves out they yeah. live in a nice five bedroom house and they have a nice driveway mm. and they have cars and their kids go to private school. I can do that for myself. I can do that for my future. Yeah. And they is, see, is a better a want for a better way of life. Yeah. yeah. So they see so they so they see so they've probably had that role model that shows them and that's probably said to them, don't copy what your parents are doing. You should never copy what your parents are yeah. doing. Yeah. So no, they've probably had that role model yeah. saying that to them because the thing is the likelihood is not you know, you know, not taking anything away from the fact that a lot of the time it's very difficult to get out of a circumstance. It's very difficult to get out of a situation. If you do manage to get a hold of money, um, a lot of the time when you're in a situation like you're living in a council flat or you're in poverty, there's usually so many bills that it's not easy to just be like, oh, I'm going to decide I'm going to join a private men's club with this money. Mm. No, because there's so many bills that need to be paid. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, the mindset... It's very, it's very easy to get in the mindset of, oh my gosh, I've got so many bills, I've got so many bills. But, but the best way to kind of elevate yourself is to think, what am I, where do I see myself in five years' time? Where do, or where do I see myself in 10 years' time? Where do, I see in, where, where do I see myself in a year's time? Do I want to be in the same place right as I am now in a year's time? No, I do not. So it's very easy to be like, I've got all these bills, yeah, but I'm not going to make my life all about these bills. Yes, I'm going to pay these bills. I'm going to make sure I pay these bills. Mm. But I'm also going to make sure that I'm, I work really, really hard. I'm going to work really, really hard and put my money, paying off these bills, find a way, a legitimate way to pay all these bills and then also put money into my future, invest money into myself yeah. so that I can then become somebody 
better than I am today. Yes. And the, thing, and the thing is, it's like, it, when you're brought up around poverty and when you're brought up around, like, um, you know, for example, myself, yeah? Mm. I, was, um, I was brought up with the lights switching off and us putting candles on and, um, you know, and, uh, and sometimes being like, well, you know, this, 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 yeah, the lights this, are off again. The lights are off again, and it was normal, you know. Mm. Lights are off again, we've got no food in the fridge. But the thing is, because of the way that we were brought up, we were still very positive regardless of the situation. And we mm. were like, we, we had so much faith. And the thing is, my mum, she did run a, um, run a business, um, and, but, um, and it's not even like she was running a bad business. She was running a big business that, was, that she had government contracts. But the thing is, government contracts the government the worst client sometimes because they yeah, always pay you late to pay. so a lot of which the is, time which is entrepreneurship in general yeah. really that's the, the one of the dark sides we've got really. one we we there's one contract <laughs> that we've had that no that we had a contract maybe about four, what, three four years three, ago four years ago yeah we've just forgotten about we've it we've forgotten about it because literally the client uh, did not the, the, the client ended up going into um, bank um, administration yeah. and we lost out on a lot of money but the thing is because he owed so much money to other people we oh, knew that we would, yeah. there's no way we we're going to get the very, money very back very far back in the queue yeah so we just thought okay well we're going to have to consider it a loss but yeah so that, but um, with my mum's government contracts she was um, always paid um, she was paid late and, but the, the way that Which we... Which meant they had to struggle for a while. Yeah, so it meant that we would struggle for a while and there'll be bills and all that type of stuff. So by the time the money would come, we're obviously my mum's now thinking, I've, I'm now like overloaded with all these bills. she pay off these bills, but then at the same time, because of that mindset, you know, I, need, I want to make sure my kids have it all, my kids, this, 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 mm. she'll now decide she's going to do a shopping spree or she'll now decide that she's going to do certain things like that. Do you know what I mean? And but you, it, you guys were not snooty. We, no, we definitely weren't snooty, yeah. but that's just because um, you, you, you can't be snooty when your lights are off. <laughs> you can't be snooty when all you're eating is bread and butter. You can't. Mm. Honestly, you can't. And the thing, I'm sure there are people who are like that, though. Yeah, but the thing is, the, the difference between, I guess, the difference between myself... Um, and um, my upbringing compared to, um, I guess, somebody else, is that... So I like Maximilian's upbringing. Uh, uh, obviously, there's, there's a, I'm not going to even compare myself to Maximilian's <laughs> upbringing. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, like, for example, somebody who they're thinking, I've got literally no food in the fridge, I'm going to get myself a nice fancy car in front of, the, um, in front of my um, house with no food in the fridge. Mm. My mindset was always, even as a child, like, my mum used to really get annoyed by the fact that I was always thinking as a child. And I was always thinking, how, um, how can I get myself into a better situation? What can I do? And, I, and as soon as I was 15, not even 16, as soon as I was 15, I got myself a job. Well, when and the NI card dropped through the post, national insurance card? My national insurance card dropped when I was 16. How did you get a job when you were 15? I managed cash. No. So I was getting paid. I, I got a job when I was 15, but it was... Um, Basically, I was a Christmas temp and I was getting paid £4 an hour. Mm. Um, but then I did sales. Because I was doing sales, I was getting loads of money through my commission. Mm. Um, but it was because I was, that, because I was 15, that's why they were able to pay me bit, pretty much under minimum wage. Under minimum wage? Yeah, below... That's, bel that's not, that's not legal. It, 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 pretty, it probably <laughs> isn't. But the thing is, um, the thing is, I was... Um, I, I was a Christmas temp, so it was not even like I was, it was a long-term arrangement and they couldn't even keep me on because mm. I, was, I wasn't I was 16, do you know what I mean? But they said to me, you need to come back 
as soon as you're 16. Mm. Um, but by the time I was 16, I had already found myself another job kind of thing. So, but the thing is, like, as soon as I got that, as soon as I um, turned 15, I was like, okay, I'm going to save up this money, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I have, and I'm going to be honest with you, from the age of 15, I've been trying my best to do different type of um, freaking ventures. I'm really pissed off that I'm not a millionaire yet. But don't get twisted, it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's just that, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with trial and error. There's nothing wrong with trying your best to get yourself. Well, that's that's the entrepreneurship life, isn't it? You yeah. try it, one of the ideas will stick. Yeah, and that's actually one of the things that actually got Michael and that and that kept and that attracted myself and Michael to. Each, and that's what we found attractive about each other, basically. Because mm. as soon as we met, we were both we both thought the same. We, we both, both were doing the same type of thing. Yeah, we're both doing the same thing. You know, get an idea to stick. Yeah. We thought, why don't we just, you know, both. Put our heads together and try our best to to get things. We've got pretty far in life. Yeah, you know, considering um, together we've managed to do way more than I think we would have done alone. Mm. But yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think now in hindsight, this is something that is probably um, a subject that's quite deep that I think is um, quite close to home Mm. because I feel like, there's nothing wrong. I, like, I do think that there's something wrong with being snooty, but I don't think there's anything wrong with, wrong with social climbing. Because once... Is, is social climbing the right term, though? A lot of the because time, people have seen got, it seem as a derogatory... Yeah, because social climbing's got negative connotations yeah, to it. Yeah, but the thing is, like you, don't want, like, you don't want to stay in the same social class. You want to but, work your way up. So, so do you, do, are you saying, then, in that case, the term social climbing... Has it been made negative, but it's actually not a negative term? Yeah, you know why? Because it's always associated with like a, 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 a gold diggers, yeah. Mm. So you've got the you've got the gold diggers that they go to these fancy places, they go to our nice bar, to one bar in Mayfair, and they're always at that. They're always frequent at that same bar. They always put themselves in the right place at the mm. right time so that um, they can bump, you know, verticals bump into. Um, somebody who's successful, who's a millionaire, who's a billionaire, whatever, mm. so that they can, quote, quote, be that person's girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, um, or you know what I'm trying to say. Mm. And that's um, and that's what a lot of people associate with social climbers because they're going to all these nice places that they are personally, they them as, as individuals have nothing to bring to a table. Mm. They're not trying to even bring anything to the table. They just want to be in a higher class without doing any work to get there. And I think that's where the issue is. It's wanting to be in wanting better okay so this i think how you're talking is, is is coming to me in the sense of i think the negative aspect of social climbing is attached to that so i guess yeah. social climbing in the sense of wanting to do better wanting to go to a better school or wanting to have a better job or live in a better house nothing wrong with that at all that's just life everyone wants better life mm. right but i think the negative side of it of it is the people who want to move out of their situation but do not want to do the work so they they see they go through the easy route of you know finding a rich boyfriend or girlfriend or doing fraud or doing fraud which is quite yeah. common as well by the or, way guys this is this is a this is this is a side note yeah so basically i was talking to my friend about dynasty which is like a show on netflix and there's this black billionaire there's this nigerian actually billionaire guy mm. on dynasty um, in Dynasty, and I was like to my friend, oh, have you watched Dynasty? It's like a very cheesy show, very, very cheesy, but 
I absolutely, Mike and I absolutely love it. Um, so I was saying to my friend, have you watched Dynasty by any chance? And she was just like, no. And it's, it's like a reenactment of um, an old, of the old version of Dynasty. And the particular character I'm talking about used to be white in the old um, version. Mm. Excuse me, but they've brought him back as this Nigerian guy. And I was like, oh, it's this black billionaire. There's this black billionaire in the show. And she was just like, he probably did fraud. And that really infuriated me because... It's, it's, it's not... <laughs> I know this is like, oh, this is a side note, yeah. So yeah. I was just like, I was like, she was like, oh, he probably, she said he probably did fraud to get to that place. And the thing is, yeah, I said the same thing to, I, 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 um, <laughs> I said the same thing. I told my, I, I, I screenshotted the whole conversation to uh, Mike and my brother because um, we've got a little group on WhatsApp. And um, my brother was like, real talk though, if we weren't Nigerians, we'll probably say the same joke yeah, about ourselves. I was literally about to say that. Like, it's not it's not her fault. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the freaking impression that those smart the, the, yet dumb Nigerians of, yeah. or Africans, should I say, because it's quite common amongst Africans, yeah. that have created that stigma. Yeah. And that's so annoying. And again, that's probably where social climbing gets its, its bad rap, I guess. Yeah, the the social the, the, the whole the term social climbing I don't think is associated to people that are fraudsters or or, or gangsters. Well, or I mean, the people who, are, um, people who, who commit ch- financial crime, right? Yeah, white collar, white collar of whatever they call, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm. Um, is it's because, like you said, they too want a this is another a side particular note. part of life. Sorry right? for interrupting you. Yeah, mm. isn't it really annoying when you hear this story about like? a black person who's really done well in life and he's actually managed to get himself a good, well-paid job as an investment banker and he's then decided to be greedy and do financial crime within that job. I've never heard of that before. Oh my gosh, it's very common. It's very, very common. It's common, so it's happening because all the Because they do insider trading. Oh, insider trading is a really big deal. Though, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but then... I guess that's going even into the deep into the deeper side of the of the human makeup Greed, in the sense of like it? where they've got now deeper rooted issues. Like, okay, you have everything, what else do you want that? Yeah. They, have to, they feel they have got like an itch. Mm. An itch for crime. I want more, I want more. Yeah, an itch for crime. And again, yeah. But I guess I guess like, like we were saying, um, the people who do not want to work to get into another so- social class, those are the people who in my opinion... Um, Give the people that want to work a bad rap. Yeah, because... Yeah, precisely. I think I think if you if you worked hard and you earned your own, you made your own way, and, you know, you happen to find yourself in a, in a better situation in life, and now you can afford for your children to go to the best schools and you can drive the best car and live in a really nice house, so, yeah, well done to you. You're not, no, you're not, you're not in that class in the lower class anymore. You're in the higher class, yeah. naturally. You pay more freaking tax too, but you know. Yeah, guys, always pay your taxes, man. <laughs> always pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. Um, we spent yeah. forty six minutes on the introduction of our podcast. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think this is a podcast in its own right. Yeah, fair enough. Worth the. Use the next episode yeah. for the real topic. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel like this is something that seems to... Yeah, it, it strikes me. And yeah. I, I guess, I guess, yeah, 
maybe there was a reason why you asked that question but I just thought like I didn't know but I literally just picked one random thing and now in hindsight it's kind of like I didn't expect your answer what are you trying to say I expected you to say something like oh snooty like when you know when you think of somebody snooty you're thinking about um you know like Spencer Matthews but they're not really snooty it's just the way that they've been brought up it's just who he is um I say Spencer Matthews is the show. Um, he's a character from the show called Made in Chelsea, um, which great is a, which is a which is a reality TV show and great trash TV. Yeah, in the UK. But yeah, so um, it's full of private school kids that you know. But, All the biggest issues in life are you stole my boyfriend. Boyfriend, literally, <laughs> that's it. But yeah, so I don't know. I just didn't expect to answer. I don't know. It was a deep answer, man. It's a really deep answer because. Yeah, I, I, I don't respect people who who uh who are snooty and have nothing to show for it. Okay, so you have I guess you have nice the, I clothes, guess, what I do guess you do? The, I guess the question was when you think of snooty, what comes to mind? So you answered it in your interpretation of it was unique to yourself. Was unique to you. Mm. So, you know, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. And but, it just opened up. It just opened up a can of worms of us just talking about Gerardo, who seems like a great guy that I'd love us to, you know, meet one day. Gerardo, if, if the real Gerardo's out there, <laughs> holler at us. You got our email address. It's quite a creative name, isn't it? Yeah. See, that can come up with a creative name just like that. Well, you don't even need to. Your name doesn't need to be Gerardo. You could just be a, a person that's just happened to talk, teach us, um, get um, horse riding lessons, and just join great private member clubs and. You know, manage to get yourself a really good job through networking in these private members' clubs and polo classes and mm. all these ev- nice events, you know. Yeah. Good word and all this stuff. Mind you, like, um, horse riding lessons and polo lessons, they're not necessarily, like... Cheap, by the way. They're, they're not, not cheap, cheap, but then they're, they're not a necessity to uh, achieve No, I'm just using this, as, I'm using this as an example. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. an example. No, I'm just saying for people out there who think... It's a know, very elaborate it. example as well. Because just imagine... You're got, an elaborate person. Uh, that's who I am, I guess. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, by the way, getting horse riding lessons is a very, very expensive, expensive... Like it's a very it's, expensive. Yeah, tr- it's like I remember, there was I remember because when we moved to when we moved to Biz Beach, I saw a lot of people doing horse riding lessons, mm. and at the time, I was around seventeen, and I was considering. I was like to myself, I re- I've always wanted to learn how to ride a horse mm. since I was a child. Like since I was a child, I really wanted to know how to ride a horse. So <laughs> I did inquire. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing. Use dirty mind. Gosh. What do you mean? I am of pure mind. Okay. So I inquired and I found out that the lessons, the horse riding lessons, that was like minus the gear, you know, to buy my boots, buy all the stuff, whatever. Mm. Um, the horse riding lessons were £25 an hour. Yeah? It's not as expensive as I thought. Um, it was my, the local fee at the time when I was 17. I don't know how much, you know, it'll cost right now. But at the time, that's how much my driving lessons were. Mm. And I was obviously paying for my, myself to do my driving lessons and all that stuff. And so many other things that I was paying for. I, was also, I also had braces. And I decided to go private um, with my braces because I, was, I, I wanted to get like a really good... I wanted the best person for my braces. Um, so I chose to go private and I, pay, I was paying for all of this stuff on my own. Mm. Private, um, private um, doing, with my braces, obviously traveling to college, three hours each way, it was freaking expensive. Oh, so, you know, 
you know, do, trying to do my driving lessons, which is really annoying. Just imagine, guys, 17 years old, I started doing my driving lessons. I still have not passed my driving. Do you see the enemy of progress life is because sometimes, honestly. There's a reason for everything. There's a reason for everything. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, so... I should have done the frigging drive. I should have done the frigging horse riding lessons. Now, in hindsight, because at least I would have learned how to frigging ride a horse. Would you ride a horse to ride a horse to school? No, but at least I would have known how to ride a horse. But anyways, so um, I was like, okay, well, I can't do that right now. I have to prioritize my driving, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to myself, when I'm wealthy, <coughs> I'm going to just own some horses and get some um, horse riding lessons. Horses are freaking scary, man. I love horses. Huge muscular things. Absolutely love horses. Spe- specifically, um, police horses. They're so, like, majestic. And I just look over them and I'm like, oh my gosh. And we had one client that had, like, five horses, right? She had, they had five horses. Yeah, they had a lot of horses. They had a lot of horses. And we went to their house and they had uh, stables and stuff. And we, I was just in awe, wasn't I? I was literally like a kid in a candy store. I was just yeah. like, oh my gosh, these horses, these and horses. I, I just kept my distance. I'm he like, kept his distance, but I was like, touch, I was touching the horses. I was just literally like a kid. I melted. I was so happy. I was just really, really happy. I was like, oh my gosh, one day, one day I'm going to learn how to ride I'm going to have... But then I've also decided that we're not going to have our own personal stables. Like, we'll have horses, but mm. we'll put horses in, um, like... So you know, people with specialists basically, because the yeah. only reason why our clients at the time had so many horses was because one of um, the businesses that they did was they used to train horses. So they'll buy a horse, and it would be like, let's say they'll buy a horse for fifty um, k. Yeah, they would horses then, cost fifty k. Is that an example? Price? No, I'm just using that as an example. Hold on a second, because the price. Remember, remember, um, she said that she'll train the horses to the point that they will be ready for. Um, they'll be racing material and then they'll be worth 250k. Don't you remember when she was saying that? Mm-hmm. She said each... So basically, all the horses that they had, was they were worth 250k. What, per horse? Per horse. Because of what, it was Olympic ready or something? Yeah, or? something like that. So basically, the only reason why they were able to have so many horses and they and she could manage them and do all of that is because she was a specialist. She, had, she just... She just knew how to deal with horses. I guess she was a horse whisperer. She just she trained them because obviously they had the, the the you know the place where they trained the horses mm-hmm. and stuff. And remember, she ended up launching that um, like as a proper proper business as well. So um, yeah, that's the only reason why. So it's the main reason why most people can have like horses in their house and stuff like that. Unless you're you know, there's a lot of like travelers that love to just hold horses and stuff. Mm. But. Um, but she had like, well, they had a lot of horses and that's only because they were buying these horses, training them and then selling them. Fair enough. Yeah. So, and each of those horses, I think they had five, five horses and each of them were like worth 250k. And she was saying how she already had like buyers for all of them. Yeah, maybe we should explore the horse business, babe. Who, 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 who? Are you a specialist? You, like, you like horses. I, I'm not, Just because I like horses doesn't mean I'm a specialist. It's, I don't know how to train a horse to make them worth 250k or more. No. I'll say one thing about horses. I am curious to, see, um, to um, see what they taste like. 
Can you shut up? Can you just shut up? You know you're not allowed to say stuff like that in front of me. That's that's really what upsetting. Do you mean? No, you not. Do you, mean? you can't say stuff like that in front of me. It's, no, that's very offensive. I don't people, like that. So I do not care. I do not care what people do. People freaking eat dogs. That's barbaric. Just because they eat dogs doesn't mean it's okay. You can't tell me. You can't in front in front of me. You cannot oh. say you can. Oh. You you're interested in freaking I eating hawks. No, you can't do that. And I you know that is really. You know that you should not ever say that in front of me. It's very offensive. I don't like that. You you know that's literally my favorite animal in the whole wide world, and you try to say to me that you're interested. If you ever told me that you can that you try to horse, honestly, me and you would have to have serious talks. Like this would be, it would be it's, a, it's actually a very serious thing. I'll probably look at you very differently. I'll probably for eating uh, eating horse meat. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna lie. In my, frost, they eat horse not, meat. I don't care. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'd actually really see you differently if you ever decided to eat a horse. If I, if I ate, yeah, I don't it's know. It's like a horse steak. I might end up having to walk away. What if the horse, what, horse? What if the horse was? What if the horse? I don't was, care about the. I don't care about what if. What if? What if? What if? Is a horse. You what, know how much if, I love horses. What if the horse is just, just I don't it's care. done with life and it's I finished. I do not care. You, you do gonna... not. No, you don't eat horses. You don't eat dogs. Don't do that crap. I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't eat a dog. Well, don't. You should have that same approach when it comes to horses. You should have that same approach when it comes to horses, mate. You think? Hundred percent. But if, if horse is like a, if horse meat is like a premium in certain parts care. of the world, I do not care. I do not care. It must be. It must taste like something. I don't care. I mean, we mate. eat cows. Cows are equivalent to horses. So who, where? Yeah, they're in just, India, they're just as big. They're just as hench of animals. Look, Mike. Yeah, they're not a cow. I don't love people, cows what, what as much people, as I love what horses. People ride cows like they ride horses. Well, that's good for them. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, for a fact. That I personally love horses. I'm sorry. Yeah, you. If you love me, you'll not be able to say something like that for me. That's that's very offensive. I am sorry. And you know you're not allowed to ever eat horse in your life. That's actually no. I think that's an extreme statement to make, babe. No, you're no. It's not an extreme if I, statement. If I get the opportunity, Mike, okay, you know what's an extreme statement? What? If you came to me and you said you ate horse, I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> Honestly, I will because you decided to eat horse. That's how deep it is. No, don't do the lips. I'm giving you lips right no, now. No, don't do the lips because it's, it's fully serious. This is very serious. This is very serious. This Everyone is witness how emotional blessing gets no. at, the, at, the, at, the, at the talk of uh, eating horse meat. Because it's... No, that's... No, you're not going to ever eat horse. No. You can't do... No. Un, no. No. <laughs> and don't talk like that ever again. I don't even think it's funny. I've told you already. I've told you so many times. Don't talk like that. It's not funny. I'm not, I wasn't trying to be funny. Well, don't ever talk like that again. Don't. I don't want you to talk about you eating horse. When like it's it's it's, it's, it's I'm gonna stop now because I'm actually getting really upset. Her eyes are proper tearing up and everything. Babes, yeah, man. The thing is, yeah, you know Relax. why? I absolutely love horses. Yeah, just like how I love dogs. I love you know. And I love, I love chicken. Ra- I love cows. Well, you know what? Yeah, sit down. And I love goats. You love eating dog um chickens. You love eating cows. You love eating what goats? Mm. Yeah, you love eating them. I had chickens, just, I, I, I had, my mum had chickens. I'm not, I was not emotionally attached to chickens. I can eat chicken all day, every day, yeah? But um, nobody in this household ever eaten a horse. Okay. And, if you, oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Okay. No, don't just okay me, because you need what to you, say, what you, want, you know blunt? what, yeah, I, I want you on this public podcast <laughs> for you to say, I, Michael Williams, vow to never, ever eat horse in front or behind my wife. Blessing Platinum Williams, but... Um, I'd rather do it in front of you, to be honest. Ask because we're honest Mike, people. I'm telling you right now, and I'm putting my back... Fuck, guys, so that you can understand Babe, the situation. it's not under- that deep. It is that deep. It's not that deep. It is, it's very deep. 
is very, very deep. It's not that deep. When it comes to eating horse, I'm a vegetarian. Okay? <laughs> when it comes to eating horse, just consider horse, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, if legit, if horse was the only meat in the world, you wouldn't eat a, it. I would be a vegetarian. But the horse is going to eat all your vegetables, bruv. So someone's got to go first. Oh. No, I don't care. I'm not oh. eating horse. This is, this, is, this is why I have a problem with veganism, but that's for a different, this is for a different <laughs> conversation. It's because people think, oh, we're just going to not eat the animals. We're going to eat all the leaves and all the greens. But what the frick is that the animal going to eat then? The animal you're trying to save is also going to die of starvation. Eat the freaking animal and then eat the greens. But the thing about plants is you can always plant more. That's the difference. That's why. It's very easy. You just plant, you put the seeds. You plant the seeds everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's more plants. Where about where the, uh, the seeds finish and cut? There's, there's, there's many there's, seeds. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a food chain for a reason. Okay, you know what, yeah, cool. But different what I'm talking about, this is a different conversation. The only thing is, what the main conversation I'm concerned about at this present time is you talking about horse. And I need you to actually say that you will never eat horse. Babe, we've been, talk- we've been talking still on the introduction care. of the podcast. I don't, I don't care. For now, no, 59 minutes. I don't care. And but a you half. need to just tell, say, you just need to say, I will never eat horse. Just say that. I promise you, I will never eat horse. I can't say it because I don't. You know I don't what, think my, I'm going to be very upset. I don't think it'll be genuine. Don't say, I'm, no, I'll be very upset if you. You know what? Do you know what? If I'm ever offered the opportunity to eat to eat um horse, you say no. My wife will kill me. I'll let you know about it. No, you say. It depends how I'm feeling on the day. Okay, okay, guys. Thank you very much my- for listening. <laughs> thank you very much for listening, guys. I might have, I might have compassion. Thank you, thank, thank you very much for listening. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's let's agree to disagree for now. It's not an agree to disagree situation. It's not. It really isn't. It's actually very deep, but evidently <laughs> you're not getting it. So anyway, thank you very much, guys, for listening. Guys, that's it. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for. Uh, we're still on the intro of our podcast, but. but- yeah, it's stop it talking is. about interest now. It the, is the conversation it, went well. It is what it is. It's now a podcast very, that was basically supposed to be an introduction, but now it's, it's a podcast. Why, that's, that's the way a conversation. Yeah. How, how many conversations have we started between you and I that have been like, you, you know what happens in our conversations? We're like the masters of side side notes. Yeah. The side note turns into another side note, into a yeah. side note, into a side note, into a side note, and then we were like, what were we talking about? till we got to this point. And then we start tracking back to the yeah. main point. And before you know, we're just like, I can't bother anymore. Yeah. Let's so do you want to do any socials? Um, my um, Snapchat is B underscore Platinum. Yes. Follow Blessing or Snapchat. She's an avid Snapchatter Priya. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow myself on Instagram. I'm, I like Instagram. Um, I think it's better than Snapchat. Um, my handle is at Michael Williams London. And if you want to send us an email for any reason, um, our email address is the parent cocktail hour at protonmail.com. I still think it's hella long, but well, it's, it is what it's is. called branding, babes. <laughs> like, I want you to remember the parent cocktail hour. <laughs> okay, Sweet. thank you guys for listening. Okay, we'll speak soon and enjoy the rest of your day. Ciao. Bye.